Let's talk about Uroy's influence in reggae music, hip-hop, and MCs in all genres of music. Let's also discuss how important learning STEAM is going to be for our children in the future. What about Megan's new baby and the up-and-coming Oprah interview? And a whole lot more. This is Pablo from Hackney, and this is Pablo's podcast. Thank you for choosing Pablo's podcast today. Welcome. Happiness doesn't always come from a pursuit. Sometimes it comes when we least expect it. The Dalai Lama. So, this week we start off with the sports news that Naomi Osaka wins again beating Jennifer Brady in the women's final of the um, Australian Open. So if, if you don't know, um, Naomi Osaka is a uh, mixed um, race Japanese and black. I think her dad's Haitian, but she is amazing. She's, she's only 23, and she's, she's won her fourth um, Grand Slam. Absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, she, she, I don't think she, she hasn't actually lost a, a match in the past 21 matches, and that's since February 2020. So she's, she's an exceptionally, exceptionally good player. Um, yeah, hats off to her. And she, she's really um, proud of her heritage and, you know, spoke up about the injustices um, for blacks um, around the world. So, yeah, hats off to her. Um, Naomi Osaka. Um, also, uh, Megan's been in the news. Megan and um, Harry, um, she's pregnant again, which I think is amazing. Um, obviously, it looks like that child will be born in America because they, you know, they live in America now, and the Queen's recently have gone back and forth with um, some statements this week. So, which basically just make it really official that they have are not going to be doing certain uh, royal duties anymore and they're just going to do their own thing in America, which I, th- I think is cool, man. He's, you know, he's, he's met a woman. Um, she's, she's a strong woman, very opinionated woman. Um, and, yeah, they're going to crack on and, and do their thing. And, you know, with a new child coming, you know, Archie's going to be a big brother. Um, and, yeah, ha- Hats off to them, man. Hats off to them. They've made the decision and, and they've, they've gone against the grain for most um, people in England. But at the end, at the end of the day, um, they're a couple and they're, they're making decisions that suit them as a couple. So, so yeah. But um, they're going to be doing a massive interview with Oprah on March the 7th, Sunday, March the 7th. It's going to be aired in America um, on that day or around that day. I'm not sure exactly when it's going to be in the UK, but I will definitely be watching that. That should be really interesting and, and really telling, especially the timing of it as well, you know, obviously with the pregnancy and and them being stripped of certain posts in the UK. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. And Oprah's always, she always does really good interviews as well. Um, and she doesn't hold any punches as well. I know, they, I know she was at their wedding and stuff, but I don't think that's going to, afford them any niceties and, and well niceties Oprah's always nice but you know she's, she's, she's gonna ask the questions that really hit home so yeah should be a good watch for sure so um, this week as well I watched um, an interview with um, Delray Lindo 
You might not recognise his name, but I guarantee when you see him, you'll, you'll recognise him from movies. But he's a, he's a British actor, um, born in Lewisham um, to Jamaican parents. Um, but he moved to America as a kid. And uh, he's basically up, he's been tipped uh, to win an Oscar for um, The Five Bloods, which was on Netflix. I watched that a few months back. Really good, really good. It was, um, I was just going to say, but it, I was just going to say it was Chadwick Boseman's last movie, but I don't think it was. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom was his last movie. But yeah, Chadwick Boseman was in it. Sterling performance. Um, but yeah, um, Delroy Lindo is up for, um, for, for that movie. But Chadwick Boseman is also up for a, an Oscar for his part in uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which was also on Netflix and was also excellent. Um, but listening to Delroy Lindo's story, he, he's, he's a very interesting man. Um, he, you know, he spoke about him, you know, being in, in, growing up in England and there was no way he could have achieved what he achieved in America if he'd stayed in England. But he, he kind of alluded to there's a really big story around him. So... Um, and then in the interview, he did, you know, speak about him put, putting something together. And, you know, so I really look forward to seeing that, to be fair. Because for one, I didn't know he was, he was English, you know. I didn't know he was born in Lewisham. But, um, but yeah, yeah. So that is, uh, is, is going to be uh, something to look out for. But I wish them all the best with the Oscars. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how they run the Oscars this, this year with with the pandemic and stuff. But, um, yeah, I, ho- I hope they get it. I hope they both, they both win, for sure. And definitely Chadwick as well, you know, being that he's passed as well. That would be a nice thing for his family, I feel. So, yeah, be looking out for that. So, you know, some tragedies this, this, um, this week as well. Uh, the Fat Boys um, rapper, the Fat Boys, one of the rappers from the Fat Boys, um, which was a, an old school um, hip hop group um, that was also called the originally called the Disco Free. So yeah, one of them passed away. He was only fifty two, um, which is which is really sad. Um, but yeah, they're re- really young, really. To be fair, you know. Um, but yeah, his his rapping name was Prince Marky D, um, and he he died just a day before his birthday, unfortunately, as well. The causes are not known yet. But, um, but yeah, it's very sad he passed. His real name was uh, Mark Anthony Morales, uh, or Morales, sorry. And he, yeah, I mean, the group, the group was, it was like a beatboxing group. They were kind of tongue-in-cheek and funny with their thing. Um, and, but they were really big in the 80s, really big in the 80s, um, three of them. Um, but, yeah, but what I didn't realise is that he went into, I knew, he, well, he went into radio, but I didn't realise that he went into producing and he, he co-wrote and co-produced Real Love for Miri J. Blige in 1992, which is an interesting fact. So, so yeah, yeah, but my thoughts and prayers go out to him and his, his family. Um, that, that group doesn't get spoken about a lot, I find, in, in, within hip-hop and when they speak about hip-hop and rap from the past. Um, but when they, in their time, they were massive. They were, they were possibly the biggest thing at their time. Um, but yeah, very funny, funny trio. So definitely um, check them out. If you've never heard of the Fat Boys, um, type that into Google and you'll see some of the stuff they did. Um, also, um, out in Jamaica, um, we lost um, Uroy, real name Ewart um, Beckford. 
legendary toaster. And toaster is what, what you know, the modern times we call it a rapper, you know, um, or, or MC or, or DJ sometimes, you know, we call him in Jamaica. So, yeah, but he, he passed away. Um, many people won't even know. I'm sure many people listening to this will be like, who is Uroy? But Uroy is the foundation of all of this, you know, the, from the hip-hop to the rapping to, you know, the, the drill rappers that you're hearing now, the grime rappers, all, all of that emceeing, he is, um, is seen as the, the originator of it um, and going right back to the time when it was called toasting. So, you know, if, if, you're, if you're young and you feel like, you know, you, you've... You found hip hop or, or drill, and you know this kind of way of putting words together and holding the mic. Just know, this is somebody you need to go back and and um, pay homage to because he's one of the originators for sure. And and this is how the, the world looks at him. But again, these people are not um, readily known to to just general people. You you have to be kind of have an eclectic taste in music because what I find nowadays people are really just into one type of music and they just listen to that or they just listen to a couple types of music but you know if you if you're someone like myself who just loves good music period um you know you, you you'd know about these various artists and stuff um but yeah he, he began his professional career in 1961 but this is foundation man if you you know sound system era you know He's, he's a man that inspired people like Big Youth, you know, and many people won't even know that name. But, um, but Big Youth is, is someone from, from that era as well. I remember him, him being the first person I saw with um, diamonds in his teeth, like red, gold and green diamonds in his teeth. I don't know if that was on a record cover or I saw a picture of it, but, um, but yeah. But like I said, before Big Youth, it was um, Euro. But he sadly passed away, 78. Um, apparently, he had um, kidney problems and, um, yeah, various, various problems. Kidneys, I think there was blood pressure issues and stuff. Diabetes. Um, and he was receiving treatment and he was undergoing surgery in Jamaica. And I think there was some complications. So thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family, for sure. Um, but, yeah, we, we, we definitely need to... We need to I mean, somebody should make, make a documentary about you know, the connection between all of these music genres and, and the foundation of it. Because a lot's gone on. A, lot's, a lot has gone on, you know. That's just the tip of the iceberg. But, yeah, Euro, sad, sadly, sadly gone. Sadly gone. So, meanwhile, we're still here dealing with this pandemic and uh, the COVID situation. Um, it's, it's been reported that now um, humans can actually give... COVID-19 to their pets. So this, this adds another twist to the ever-twisting situation that's going on. So um, but I know, I'm, I'm aware that cats actually have, they have a form of COVID already within them. Um, they've, they've always had that, but it doesn't pass on to humans or anything like that. But unfortunately, now we can actually pass on um, COVID to, to pets. So we're going to have to see how that kind of develops. Um, but I think they've said that pets still can't pass it on to humans at this point. So we, we, we'll have to watch that carefully and see how it goes. But they've also found another variant in the UK. There's, there's several variants now. I, I can't even keep up. But um, 
but yeah, it's. I mean, it, viruses do what they do, and 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 they they do um, morph into to various things as time goes on. Obviously, the, the viruses are trying to survive just like humans are trying to survive, I suppose. So it's going to happen. It's just that we're more aware of it now and we, we're speaking about it a lot more. So that is the situation. We've got an, another variant. Um, and they've also um, started this new thing called Q-COVID, um, where they're asking new, a new group of people to start shielding and they weren't previously asked to, to shield. So that's probably going to come out in the coming days as well. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, they would have already um, organised that. So, so yeah, that's, it's going to be interesting to hear what and who and why um, they're going to be asking those people to, to shield. But, um, but I'm sure we'll hear it. I think Boris is, is doing some special... Yeah, he in fact, he is this, this uh, Monday. He'll be getting into steps forward um, in regards to us coming out of the lockdown and I'm sure it's going to be a slow and staggered process um, but anything that, that talks about us coming out of this situation, um, I'm all up for it in Russia though um, they have discovered the first case of the H5N8 bird flu in humans and this is the first time this has happened um, first time it's been passed on from, to, from birds to humans so, again, that's going to be something to watch, um, you know, uh, you know, for people that eat meat, you know, chicken, you know, the, these are things that you, we, we have to be concerned about and, and start thinking about, you know, how do we move forward with that? Um, hopefully, it's, it's an isolated incident that, you know, doesn't move beyond Russia, but time will tell, time will tell. Um, obviously, birds have wings, so... And they do like to migrate and fly, so we, we just have to see how that goes. Um, and China has um, got their own vaccine. I'm not sure the name of it, but they've got their own vaccine, and they're supplying um, Zimbabwe at the moment, apparently. So, um, yeah, that's 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 it's, it's interesting that you know that it's coming through through China. Um, to to Africa because I know the times that I've been in South Africa I was really aware of how much Chinese have have invested in Africa like in the infrastructure um, owning certain roads and, and building a lot um, I was really surprised to see how how, many, how much Chinese people I saw in in South Africa to be fair so so yeah um, but I think you know whoever's seen to be helping other nations. Um, less fortunate than them at this point, I suppose that's 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 currency in the future, you know. So, so yeah, that's that's what's happening. China's supporting Zimbabwe with their vaccine. In the UK, though, um, there's a report about um, the UK Orthodox um, Jewish community um, having a 64% infection rate, um, which is basically the highest in the world. I, I didn't realize that. Um, I'd, I mean, I'm aware. I grew up in a in a community where there were a lot of um, a lot of uh, Orthodox Jews when when I was um, in primary school, actually, um, in in Hackney. Um, so I'm aware that they, you know, obviously they're very strict how they do things, and, and there's certain things they won't do. But yeah, I, di I didn't realise that their their rates were the highest in the world um, compared to London, who I think lo across London it's 11 percent, 11 percent across the board. 
so yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, but you know, obviously they're taking steps to to get on top of that. The the, the one community I haven't heard about specifically are Irish travellers uh, in regards to COVID, because again, the, this is a community that really, you know, they have their own way of doing things, and it's 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 not in line with you know everybody else. To be fair, you know, they, they live in a certain way through their culture, etc. But I haven't heard whether they, you know, they, they've signed up um, in droves for the vaccine or, or not. I just haven't heard anything about them, which is quite surprising, to be fair, because that's, that, is a, that is generally a hard-to-reach community. So, so yeah, um, I'll, I'll, I'll be looking into that a bit more. That'll be interesting to find out. Um, and Israel, um, the, the United Emirates, have, have been held up as really having good, positive covid results not positive you know positive in the sense of you know um, their way of battling it and, and dealing with it has been really good so israel and and the united emirates so yeah i suppose that's where the world needs to look to to well us in europe or you know people who are not having it at such a good time with the situation should be looking to them and find out how are they doing it you know because um yeah everybody i mean today was a really nice day today um and you know, people were out in their in their droves in some places in the parks mainly. You know, there was a lot of people out in the parks, but on the roads still quiet. But um, but that little bit of you know, it looking like summer and looking like freedom and stuff like that, you you can see people are really really eager to get back to normal and get out. You know, this being our first winter where we've even had to deal with the pandemic, let alone um, be in a lockdown as well. So, yeah. And, you know, things can go up, things can go down. You know, New Zealand was doing really well, um, but this week they've had to go um, into what's starting off as a three-day lockdown. Um, so, you know, tomorrow is not um, tomorrow's not promised. If, on, well, tomorrow isn't promised on every level. Um, but you just can't tell what tomorrow is going to bring. So you could be doing really good as a as a country, as a city, and then you know next few days you're not. And you know I, I'm just really mindful that although this is a global problem, um, most countries do seem to be working as individuals somewhat. Um, but you know, it's, we, we, we have to work together, I feel, to, to get on top of this. You know, that's, that's something we, do, we definitely need to do. But time will tell. Time will tell. I'm sure, I'm sure we will get there in the end. You know, humans are resourceful, as I always say. We've, we've shown that to be the case. But in Italy, um, the teachers, teachers union are not happy because they've been offered... The, unlike the UK teachers, they've, you know, in, in Italy, they've, they've actually been offered um, the vaccine. But what's happened is um, they've been offered the AstraZeneca vaccine, which is said to be 70% effective, rather than the Pfizer or the Madeira, Madeira um, vaccine, which is meant to be 95% effective. So they're, they're a little bit, you know, well, they're not a little bit, they're very unhappy with that situation, you know, feeling like they've been offered the, the lesser one when the eight-year-olds, et cetera, have been offered the the more effective one. So, so yeah, I mean, and even in England, I'm hearing people having conversations about, you know, they want to have a specific um, vaccine rather than, a, than, than another one and stuff like that. And, 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm wondering, are, are, we, are we becoming the vaccinist? You know, <laughs> I don't know if that's even a word, but yeah, it's like, you know, people are really picking and choosing and, and opting against different types of vaccines. So, but yeah, we'll, we just have to see how this all pans out. We're, we're still, it's still very early stages as far as getting on top of things. Um, but good news is they have started to talk about um, possibly having rapid tests to help clubs and theatres reopen. This is what Boris is saying. So, I mean, the clubs, the entertainment industry as a whole really have been kind of left left to kind of, I was going to say fend for themselves, but they can't even fend for themselves. It's just left, you know, locked up and left. So it will be... Um, an absolute breath of fresh air for all of the, you know, all of the people that I know in the entertainment industry and, you know, who, who are definitely um, have been left in, in, in the wilderness, really. So hopefully that comes to fruition and hopefully over the summer, over the spring months, over the summer months and beyond, we can start looking at entertainment and, you know, going out and enjoying ourselves. And obviously those business owners you know, having a business, you know, being able to maintain their business and keep their business alive because, um, you know, today, you know, well, not even just today, just going around and seeing how many shops are empty, big shops, small shops, and, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not a good look. It's definitely not a good look, you know. And those, when, you see, when you see that, especially if they're privately owned family businesses, you're talking about, you know, people's livelihood, like, you know, smaller people, not big corporations and stuff. So it, it is a big deal. It's definitely a big deal. So unfortunately, um, the, a young person lost his life in, in Brent this week, a 16-year-old um, found with um, stab wounds. Hasn't been named yet. Um, but yeah, really feel it for the family um, and everybody, everybody involved, you know, 16 years old, you know. Yeah. So thoughts and prayers go out to the family. Um, yeah. Always sad, always sad when you hear young people dying, for sure. Always sad. But, you know, there are a lot of young people out there that are doing the right thing, you know. Um, you know, they're in the right circles. They're, they're getting on and getting on with life. And, you know, one of the things that have, have come up now, you know, we're really in a really change this time is, we're in a real time of flux, you know, a real time of flux and everything's changing. Things are not going to be the same again, you know, we, we, we are going through, through a new time. And um, one of the things um, that has been spoken about is what's going to be available for, for the kids that are studying, you know, the, the young kids now, you know, the eight, the 10-year-olds, the 15-year-olds, the 16-year-olds, you know, when they go into work now, we're going into a new age, you know, we're talking about it being the fourth industrial revolution, you know, um, and really, it's really, if, you, if you're on the board, you're, you, we've got to be looking at preparing our kids for jobs that don't even exist yet, you know, um, and a way to do that, one of the ways to do that is um, to get our children involved in what they call STEAM. Uh, STEAM's an acronym for um, science, technology, engineering, arts, and maths, yeah? So these are the things that we need to start focusing on with our kids, whether they're doing it at school or not. We, as parents, hopefully they are doing it at school, and I'm sure they are looking towards those things. But 
as parents, we need to kind of be on it as well. Um, so, so yeah, and that, like I said, steam. You know, when, we're, when, we're, when you're buying kids toys, even me, I, when I was buying my kids toys um, this Christmas, I made, a, I made a point of making sure that they had, that I bought them toys that came under that, came under the, the steam and STEM as well. Sometimes, I mean, you'll hear people talking about STEM, which is um, science, technology, engineering and maths. But the way that I think the, the more forward thinking is about STEAM, where you add in the arts as well, because that's, that's actually part of it as well. But yeah, because um, these kids are going to have to be, well, when they're adults as well, but at this age, we need to be t- teaching, them, teaching them how to problem solve. It's going to be a big thing. And like I said, the science, technology, engineering, arts, there's jobs that haven't been created yet. That these kids are going to be doing some of the as we can see we're just speaking about the shops and the businesses that are going out these are going to be filled by something but we don't know what that is because we're in flux so it doesn't really make sense preparing um, our young people to do the jobs that were available in 2019 bearing in mind where we are now in 2021 so i i definitely um suggest that um if you're not already doing it, um, definitely start looking at where the things that your, your your young people are getting involved in, you know. And you know, for the younger ones, you know, the eight year olds, the under tens, under thirteens, when you're buying them toys and stuff, think about what you're buying them. You know, you can buy them fun stuff that that starts to open up their their mind um, to 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 some of the stuff that they're going to need to know. They're going to need to know. Um, nobody, I don't think anybody's got the, the foolproof uh, um, 100% plan of how to deal with this, but we, we, we can have a sense of what we need to do. And like I said, STEAM. And if you haven't heard it before, just type it in. Just type it into Google and, and have a look at that, especially if you've got young people, um, young people that you work with or young people that you, you know, your children that are, are of that age. So, um, you, uh, some of you will remember um, Amy Cooper, um, this, the woman, the white lady in um, Central Park who, who accused um, the bird watcher, the black male, who is a bird watcher, um, of, of attacking her falsely. Um, so it turns out that um, she has, her case has now been dropped, well, not her case, her charges have now been dropped because she opted to do she completed a therapy course addressing um, her racial bias, um, and she basically she asked for the charges to be dropped with her lawyer, etc. Um, and yeah, they 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 dropped it, um, and they dropped it. I think basically it's because her lack of criminal background. You know, she wasn't a, a criminal as such. They say um, prior to this situation, so I, I suppose they was being a bit more lenient with her and offered her the program um, as part of. Um, restorative justice initiative that they have there. So, so yeah. Um, well, I mean, for me, hopefully she's learned her lesson. Hopefully other people that, that you know, behaved in the same way prior to that, hopefully, hopefully they've learned a lesson. Um, but, yeah, uh, it, it'd be interesting to see if she comes up in front of the judge or anybody um, video records her eliciting that type of behavior again but um but yeah for the meantime they've they've dropped the charges be interesting to hear how the the victim um the male the black male feels about that 
but yeah, that's that's the situation with that at the moment. Um, but back to this side of the water, um, in Tottenham, they they um, seized 184 million pounds worth of cocaine imported into Tottenham from Colombia. Um, it was basically totaling 2.3 tonnes um, hidden in ban- a banana shipment. So um, they've said that this is the biggest seizure um, they've had in the UK, or, or one of the largest, one of the largest seizures. But that's a lot of cocaine, two, 2.3 tonnes, you know. So, um, so yeah, that, that is big news this, this week. Very close to home, too. So, looking after ourselves. You know, always, always key, always at the forefront of my mind, you know. Um, I think the last, last pod we spoke about, um, you know, how beneficial meditation is. And as it goes, I, it's, as I'm speaking, I've just reminded myself that I actually said I was going to teach my daughter, my, my, um, my 10-year-old daughter and my 8-year-old son how to meditate because I actually saw her meditating on the bed um, but she was she was lying on her back, and I said, "What are you doing?" She said, "She's meditating," and it prompted me to to say, "I'm going to do it." But I got caught up in my own physical fitness and and well being, and I, you know, I saw the sun out today, and I, I jumped on the bike and and went for a near enough a three hour ride um, up into the West End and and stuff, um, which is pretty much like a ghost town, um, and that's that's why I wanted to experience that as well, just just riding. Obviously, you know, burning calories and stuff, but um, riding on on clear roads. So, so yeah, I forgot to to teach the kids how to meditate, but I will be doing that probably as you're listening to this podcast. You can think of me meditating with the kids. Um, but yeah, we've got to do stuff. We've got to do stuff to make sure we're we're maintaining our health, our fitness, our our, psych, our mental well being. You know, all of it matters. All of it matters. Um, and you know we we do disproportionately suffer with with like I said to you before um, vitamin D deficiency, um, high blood pressure, prostate cancer, kidney um, kidney issues, high cholesterol, um, diabetes. You know we disproportionately are affected by these things. So we need to get out of there. We need to eat properly. We need to vary our diet. Um, make sure we're eating the right stuff, make sure we're drinking, keeping hydrated, you know, make sure we're getting our vitamin D supplements and eating vitamin D rich foods, um, especially during the winter time um, in regards to the supplements. Um, so yeah, definitely let's just keep on top of our, our health and fitness and summer's coming. So obviously when the sun comes out, um, yeah, you take full advantage of that, the, the natural vitamin D, take full, full advantage of that. Um, but yes, meditating as well, key. Um, you know, get, getting our mind right. Um, I don't think we've really still felt the 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 weight of the men, the way the mental health is, is going to be impacted or is being impacted um, through this pandemic and and these lockdowns and stuff. You know, some of it's come to light, but I don't think we've we've really seen you know, the legacy of this, this whole situation. So meditating, um, staying active, you know, getting the blood moving, you know, as um, soon as they open the gyms, you know, get in there and, and, and start doing that as well. All of this stuff helps with your mental health as well. 
um, as I'm sure you, you well know, you know, being physically fit, um, doing stuff like that, you know, swimming, um, riding your bike, you know, these things are very therapeutic as well, as well as, um, you know, burning loads of calories and keeping your blood running. So looking after the body is key for sure. So unfortunately in, um, <coughs> excuse me, in Texas, um, they've gone through a horrendous time over this week, um, freezing temperatures, um, deaths, many deaths, um, people without heating. I, I didn't even know that, I, I didn't even know that Texas had them kind of weather issues. I thought Texas was always hot, you know. I don't know if this is a one-off or it's happened before, but yes, it's been um, really, really tragic for people out there. So my thoughts and prayers go out to them people suffering under that. Um, then power cuts and then the freezing temperatures with no heat, you know, it's, it's not good, not good at all. Um, and also they've said that um, in, in regards to the UK now, um, they've said that we are going to be getting dust clouds from coming in from the Sahara. Um, so I don't think it's, it, hopefully it doesn't affect us in any deeply negative way. Um, but we should notice, well, we'll notice it on our cars it, when it rains, because the rain kind of brings it down um, to earth, obviously. And, yeah, after the rain, you, we might notice that our cars are getting a, a little bit dusty. Um, so, yeah, I hope that's all it does. I hope it doesn't cause any respiratory issues and stuff like that. But we've had dust clouds before. But, you know, in these times, you just don't know how bad things are going to be and, and, you know, the implications of it. So, yeah, but... Um, that is something that is on its way over the next couple of days. So, um, but this, yeah, this week, um, the human beings have landed on Mars. Um, there's been major celebrations, um, all the people involved in, in making that happen. Um, so they've got the, the Perseverance rover um, is landed there um, and it will be, I think it's going to be drilling into the ground and studying uh, rocks and stuff to find out if there is ancient life form there and stuff like that. So it'd be interesting to hear. I don't know how long it's going to take for them to get that information back because obviously there's no astronauts that's gone over there. It's, it's all robots and stuff like that. Um, but they've sent some pictures back, new pictures that they've never seen before. So interesting times, but... You know, I think the the long term aim is they they're looking to be able to colonize Mars. Um, I don't think that's going to happen in my lifetime, um, especially as I found out this week as well that um, it takes six months to get to Mars. Yeah, six months. Um, so, so yeah, but getting there is obviously one issue. But you know, building uh building an environment where where humans can live this um it sounds like the stuff of movies but you know they're there now and um yeah we 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 have to see how that goes but like i said i i i can't see that happening in my lifetime um but you know what the earth is the earth is what we do have and when i go out in my garden, when I go riding on my bike, when I go to the park, I've got no desire to move to another planet. I'm quite happy here on Earth. I've got to be honest. I'm quite happy with here being on Earth. I think Earth is beautiful. And I give thanks and I'm, I'm glad to be here. And I enjoy it. Um, when I look at 
the dusty planet they call Mars, I do not see comfort and life and, you know, a future there for me. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, humans are, are, are adventurous by nature, so um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But I do find it interesting and fascinating. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we, we'll, we'll watch that keenly over the years and months. Um, so, to the TV, what did I watch this week? This week I watched... Um, Life Stories with uh, Piers Morgan and Chris Eubanks. I tell you what, Chris Eubanks, he's, he is somebody that gets a lot of flack um, because of his, his mannerisms. Um, <laughs> his mannerisms from even from when he was boxing, obviously it's, it's got more and more as, as he's come out of boxing um, and more and more as, as he as he done so well throughout boxing, you know, we've got to remember he was a world champion at one time um, and he had some real wars, real, real battles, you know, with Nigel Benn. Um, and sadly, um, sadly, he had that situation with, um, oh, his name's Michael Watson. Michael Watson, yeah. Um, where, unfortunately, um, he, you know, Michael Watson nearly lost his life and, you know, he, he was never, never the same since. But, it was really nice to see. It was really nice to see. Even Michael Watson was actually there as well um, at the at the at the the, the show, um, and he you know he spoke he spoke highly of Chris Eubanks as well. You know he's really forgiven him and stuff. And but you know we we saw another side of Chris Eubanks. You know he broke down. You know during the interview, um, but he was. He was his normal self outside of that as well, but it was, you know, he did show a, a softer side, and and you know, you know, he's very eloquent, you know, and I know that rubs people up the wrong way, but it makes me laugh to be fair, and and I see past the the theatrics, you know, sometimes he's talking a lot of sense, but the way how he delivers it and the imagery, you know, the optics, what you can see, that turns a lot of people off, and I get that as well. But um, but I do see past that, and it, you know he he's got some some fascinating stories, and he, he's um he's sharp, his mind is sharp, you know, and it's always it's always nice to see a sharp-minded black man on the TV, you know, talking his point. He 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 didn't play with with Piers, you know, he didn't play with Piers. He, he pulled him up many times, and it was a it was a verbal verbal boxing match, you know, very very good, definitely worth having a watch. Definitely worth having a watch, um, but yeah, yeah, Chris Eubanks, and he and he and he lost it all as well. We've got to remember that as well. This is a man who went through bankruptcy, you know, and and made it back. And yeah, he, he's he's yeah, he's, his story is good. I like his story, and I, I do like I do like Chris Eubanks. I do like him. So yeah, that's definitely one to watch. Um, and also, um, I've been asked to speak on a book called Stay in Power, um, The History of Black People in Britain by Peter Fryer. So it's, um, it's basically a, a definitive history of um, uh, black people in Britain um, with epic stories from the beginnings of, uh, you know, around Roman times, Roman conquests um, to the modern day as well. Um, so, yeah. Definitely a, definitely a good read. Definitely. That's, that's one that I'd definitely be purchasing very shortly. Um, also speaks about um, 
how Africans, Asians and, and their descendants, um, their history has been hidden um, throughout um, and how, you know, how basically we've profoundly influenced and shaped events over in Britain um, over the last 2,000 years. So, yeah, it's definitely a, 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 good, a good read. Um, maybe that's that's the, the, these are the, these are the kind of books they should be, you know, in the schools, you know, uh, amongst all the other books they have. You know, I would love to have read something like that at school. To be fair, that would have changed that would have changed my humanity lessons. Um, yeah, that would have changed my humanity lessons. Just as I'm thinking that, I'm thinking of my humanities teacher, Mister um, Foster. Just came back to my mind. But yeah, I digress. But yeah, that would have been a good book to. Um, for me to have read as a, as a kid, but I'll definitely be buying that book shortly. So, um, so yeah, like I said, like I always say, you know, it's you know, even though we're in lockdown and hopefully we're going to be coming out of it shortly, um, but it's going to be gradual. Um, but when we're although we're in lockdown, we can come out of the house and we should come out of the house and we should be active when we're out of the house as well. You know, find something that works for you you know, based on your fitness, based on your current energy levels, based on what you have around you. But, you know, getting out of the house, getting fresh air um, is really important for our, for our physical and mental well-being, you know. Um, being stuck in, 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 in your home, if you're working from home, you know, that means you're working from home, living at home, you know, it's, it's a lot, you know, you're doing a lot just in your house. So get out. Get the fresh air daily, you know, daily. I, I really do recommend that for sure. So hopefully you can share this link with one other person who's not familiar with the podcast. And thank you. Thank you for choosing Pablo's podcast today. And hopefully you can join me on the next one. Until then, take care and be nice to each other. Thank you for listening to Pablo's podcast. I'm Pablo from Hackney. And you can catch me next week for more healthy discussion.